0: CHAPTER 27 OF WITH THE JUDEANS IN THE PALESTINE CAMPAIGN THIS IS A LIBRIVOX RECORDING ALL LIBRIVOX RECORDINGS ARE IN THE PUBLIC DOMAIN FOR MORE INFORMATION OR TO VOLUNTEER PLEASE VISIT LIBRIVOX.ORG RECORDING BY JEREMIAH Sutherland, VICTORIA, BRITISH COLUMBIA WITH THE JUDEANS IN THE PALESTINE CAMPAIGN BY JOHN HENRY PATTERSON CHAPTER 27 BIR SALEM AN EXCITING RACE Early in May, we were transferred from Rafa to Bir Salem, the advance party moved on the 6th and on the 10th the battalion headquarters followed and took over duties from the 7th Indian Brigade, which was then sent to Haifa. We were replaced at Rafa by the 40th Jewish Battalion Royal Fusiliers, which was now composed mainly of the Palestinian youths recruited by Major James de Rochchild and Lieutenant Lipsy. For a time they were commanded by Lieutenant Colonel F.D. Samuel, D.S.O., but he left for England while the battalion was doing garrison duty at Haifa. The command then fell to Colonel Scott, a most conscientious officer, and a man in full sympathy with Zionist aspirations. While at Rafa, he had a most anxious time owing to the unwise action of the military authorities. The men of the 40th Battalion had enlisted for service in Palestine only, but the local staff ignored this definite contract and ordered part of the battalion to Cyprus. As this was a breach of their terms of enlistment, the men refused to go, and in the end the officials had to climb down and cancel all their unjust orders. Why did the staff, when they knew all about this special contract for service in Palestine only, drive this excellent battalion almost to the verge of mutiny? There were many other battalions available for Cyprus. Happily, Colonel Scott brought his men safely through the rough time at Rafa, and he served on with them until december 1919 when the fortieth was merged in the thirty-eighth battalion all through the early days of may i saw chalked up everywhere on the railway station signal boxes workshops on the engines trucks and carriages the mystic words remember the eleventh may this was of course the date on which all soldiers rightly or wrongly believed themselves entitled to their release because it was six months after the armistice granted to the germans on november eleventh nineteen eighteen I heard it rumored that there was a conspiracy on foot in the EEF for a general mutiny on that day, and found that men from other units had endeavored to seduce my battalion from its duty. On learning this, I at once determined to nip the attempt in the bud, and so made it my business to speak to every man in the battalion, and on every isolated post, impressing upon them the responsibility which rested on their shoulders as Jews, and urging them on no account to be led away by the hotheads in other units i told them that british troops could perhaps afford to mutiny but jewish troops while serving england never i am proud to be able to state that not a man of my battalion failed on the eleventh may but just carried on as usual mutinies took place elsewhere and thousands of british soldiers at kentara ran riot and had the place in a blaze however the matter was hushed up concessions were made the mutineers were not punished so far as i know and things gradually became normal again our effective strength when we left Rafa was 15 officers and 1,300 other ranks. Our duties at Bir Salem, Ludd and Ramlay were exceptionally heavy, the men being very often on duty three nights in a week, and when they were off guard duties they were immediately put on to prisoner of war escorts, etc., as there was a very large Turkish and German prisoners of war camp at Ludd. At Bir Salem, we were attached to the 3rd Lahore Division, under the command of General Hoskin, it is a great pleasure to me to be able to state here that this officer and his staff gave us a very hearty and cordial welcome to Bir salem and did everything possible for our comfort and welfare i look upon general Hoskin with his staff as the one bright luminary amidst the gloomy british constellations among whom we were continually revolving what an immense difference it makes to the feelings of a regiment or a battalion when it is known that the staff are out to help and assist as is their proper function instead of to crab and block everything. In the former case, one is ready to work the skin off one's bones, while in the latter, everybody's back is up, with the result that coordination and happy working is impossible. This was a happy time for the young lions of Judah, for the GOC and his staff were out to help and assist in every possible way. We were not then aware of all the trials and tribulations that awaited us on the departure of General Hoskins and his excellent staff, Saibs to a man. The battalion owes a deep debt of gratitude to Mr. Jessup, the capable secretary of the YMCA in Egypt, who supplied us with a magnificent marquee, completely furnished with tables, chairs, forums, lamps, etc., etc. Only for this gift from the YMCA we should have been very badly off indeed, for we were camped on a sandy waste without huts or any conveniences which other troops in our neighborhood fortunately possessed it is a fact worthy of note that although the wealthy jews of cairo and alexandria contributed generously to the eef comforts fund not a single article of any kind was ever sent to the jewish battalion to cheer them in their desolate surroundings we asked for gramophones etc but got nothing not even a reply there were compensations however at bir salem we had many interesting visitors who came to cheer us in our camp in the sands among others the ham bashi grand rabbi of jaffa and the famous dutch poet dr Dahan, i remember that the latter took great interest in a pet monkey which belonged to one of the men of the battalion but the quaint looking little animal showed little respect for the poet for she evinced a decided desire to leave the print of her teeth in his finger as a souvenir of his visit we were always kindly and hospitably received by the citizens of jaffa headed by mr bazalol jaffa and by those of Le Zion, headed by mr gliskin when we visited those colonies while stationed here, I spent many a pleasant evening chatting with Mr. Aharoni, a well-known naturalist who lives at Rechaboth. There is perhaps no man in all Syria and Palestine with such a wide knowledge of the flora and fauna of these countries, and he gave me many interesting accounts of his adventures among the Bedouins, while in quest of specimens for various European museums. When the Great War broke out, he had secured two live ostrich chicks, new to science, and these he had hoped to send alive, to England, However, when the pinch for food came there was none for the ostriches, so they had to be killed, they were stuffed and may now be seen at Lord Rothschild's famous museum at Tring Park, Herefordshire. This story of the ostrich chicks was related to me by Mr. Auroni while I was celebrating with him the feast of tabernacles, under the shade of boughs of goodly trees, branches of palm trees, and the boughs of thick trees and willows of the brook and we did greatly rejoice for the feast was a goodly one and the pottage of Jevareth Alhoroni was such as my soul loved about this time many military race meetings were organized in different parts of palestine syria and egypt and officers were encouraged to take part in them and get the men interested in the sport so as to take their thoughts away from the absorbing topic of demobilization on the fifth june a race meeting was held at surafend a few miles from bir salem and as we were all expected to support the program, I entered my charger Betty for one of the events. Betty was a beautiful dark brown creature, but somewhat skittish and wayward, like many of her sex. I knew her little ways and how to humor her to perfection, and she always gave me of her best. More than once she managed to slip her fastenings in the horse lines, and used her freedom to gallop off to my tent where she would thrust her head through the doorway, then apparently satisfied, she would fly back to her place in the lines. She appeared at times to see something not visible to the human eye, because now and again, when cantering quickly along, for no apparent reason, she would suddenly bound aside as if the devil himself had scared her out of her wits. The 3rd Lahore Division had at this time on its staff an able and energetic sportsman, Major Pot of the Indian Cavalry. This officer provided an excellent program and ran the meeting without a hitch it was a lovely sunday afternoon and thousands of people flocked to the course soldiers from the camps round about civilians from jerusalem jaffa and the surrounding colonies the arabs and bedouins also sent a very strong contingent in the race for which i had entered betty i called her betty in memory of another betty also beautiful and with a turn of speed a full score of horses went to the post and i unfortunately drew the outside place I therefore felt that unless I got well away at the start and secured sufficient lead to enable me to cross to the inside I would have but a poor chance of winning for about halfway down the course there was a tremendous bend to negotiate I was lucky enough to jump away in front and soon finding myself well ahead swerved across to the inside where I hugged the rails for three parts of the way round betty made the running but soon after we came into the straight for home I eased her a bit and was passed by major pot who was riding a well-known mare also strange to say called betty at the distance the major was quite a length ahead of me but i felt that there was still plenty of go in my betty so i called upon the game little mare to show her mettle gradually she forged herself forward until there was but a head between them and for the last dozen strides the two bettys raced forward dead level amid the frantic roars of the crowd all shouting go on betty go on betty we both rode for all we were worth, my Betty straining every nerve to defeat her namesake. And finally, amid terrific cheering by the shortest of heads, Betty won, but alas, it was the other Betty. End of chapter 27